0: Pizza? Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.
1: Aloha, I'm Jim Mendoza. In our latest Tell Me a Story podcast, we take a deep dive off Oahu's North Shore. In the water world, surfers speak of pipeline with reverence, awe, and maybe even a little bit of fear. It's one of the most famous surf breaks in the world and can be one of the most dangerous too. But in the scientific realm, the reef that shapes the waves holds clues to the Earth's climate and two surfer scientists are exploring it. John-John Florence wins his very first Pillabong Pipemasters Trophy. Pipeline is one of the world's most valuable waves. Because of its reef, it's also one of the most dangerous surf breaks on Earth. Here goes the Grom,
2: Kelly Slater.
1: It- Pro surfer and marine scientist Cliff Capono and John Burns, founder of UH Hilo's Megalab, teamed up to map a section of Pipeline's Reef that creates the surf spot's iconic
2: waves. As far as we know, it's the first time we've done um, photogrammetry, three-dimensional modeling of of, a famous surf wave. specifically pipe. Armed with
1: an underwater camera, the pair swam back and forth over the reef, taking hundreds of overlapping photographs.
0: So ultimately doing this, which no one has done on these reef breaks, where where these famous waves are, we can kind of see not just how the reef makes the wave tick, but how is the reef responding to climate change?
1: To build an accurate three dimensional representation, the photos needed to be taken during a swell, while the reef was
2: clear of sand. We had to kind of go when it was Pumping and I don't think many people are super keen to get out there and do science when guys are surfing. John John Florence drops Ooh. into
1: this one, pulls up on the rail. The pipeline project isn't finished. Cupono and Burns have a lot more of the reef to map.
0: And now that we know what's possible, we're just gonna keep going and build the pieces of the puzzle together till we have the whole reef reconstructed.
1: Cliff, um, why did you come up with this idea? Why is, why did you feel it was important to get this perspective of such an iconic surf break?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's kind of just an evolution of conversations uh, John and I have been having for a long time. And also too, to give credit to uh, uh, my peers up in San Diego when I was going to school up at Scripps, Clint Edwards, He's we created a bunch of these dream projects that we wanted to do. And fast forward seven years later, um, now being a part of um, the Reef Footwear family, they, they wanted to figure out what are some projects that I thought needed to be um, done. And with the support of a, a sponsor like Reef, we were able to get the necessary funds together to get our research out and obviously uh, begin to give back to a, a wave that has given so much people jobs and security and, and things like that in the surf industry, even in like the non-professional surf industry, and also a wave that you know has taken so many people uh, we just wanted to kind of celebrate it and honor it in a way that can hopefully help protect it in the future now you've surfed that wave mm-hmm.
1: yes <laughs> why is there there that desire to understand in your mind to understand why pipeline behaves the way it does because that's what this is going to tell you right
2: yeah I think for me more so than kind of like obviously I have a self-interest in wanting to map the the bottom to get some sort of a opportunity or maybe advantage when I'm out there to get a wave but I think more so um, that that special place on the North Shore is just so uh, powerful and it's just so valuable to us and I've seen I have so many good friends close friends that Um, depend on that wave not just for finances but also for mental health and and physical health you know it's also a reef that can give so much to the the outside outer lying reefs and things like that it's a just a very special place and I kind of want to be a part of a community that thinks more about other people too sometimes so if I have the opportunity to use a little bit of science I learned and at the places that I like to be I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to do it
1: is this is this the first time that something like this has been done on such a popular surf spot? mean there's there's other there's other surf breaks around the world uh, that have their own specialties. But is this in your mind the first or in your uh, what you know? Is this the yes. first one
2: project like this? Yes, I I we, there's been a lot of talk. I'm sure by many people. I'm sure many people are going to be watching this and being. We thought about that back in the 30s <laughs> or you know maybe 1500s. Someone probably came up with the idea. Um, It's just the right time that we had the technology and the resources to do it. But for as far as we know, it's the first time we've done um, photogrammetry, three-dimensional modeling of of, a famous surf wave, uh, specifically pipe. We don't know how many people it's a it's kind of hard to get pipes reef too, because when it's small and flat, that's when it's like the best to monitor and create these models. So there's a lot of sand on the reef when it's, you know, the summertime when the best conditions to actually do the science the reef is covered by the sand where you kind of need to have those first swells come and remove all that sand off of the reef. And then it can give you a good indication of all the, the bathymetry. So yeah, it, was, it was, we had to kind of go when it was pumping. And I don't think many people are super keen to get out there and do science when guys are surfing. <laughs> Did people wonder what you guys were doing out there. Yeah, totally. They're like, one guy was like, Whoa, what, what, what is that? You know, like he's like, You scared me. And we were scared of the waves and he was scared of us. So it was like a lot of fear going on when out there. What are you guys going to do with the information? What we're going to do is try to create um, baselines to go back and monitor how the reef is changing over time, uh, especially as our climate is changing you know into the next decade and beyond. We, it's nice to have a baseline uh, inventory of what the reef looks like and then we can see whether it's improving or maybe there's some threats that we should pay attention to. So we really want to offer this data offer, uh, we want to offer the data to the community of the North Shore and also to other um, marine scientists to see how we can better uh, manage the resources that we deem valuable as communities. This information is now starting to get out
1: there to the surfing community. What's the feedback been like from surfers?
2: Yeah, everyone has been really supportive and it's really cool to be amongst a, a peer group that understands the value of something like the reef and the, the waves that depend on the reef. So yeah, the surf community has been very supportive and we're hoping to just keep demonstrating that as surfers, we aren't just uh, kind of slackers. We, we do a little bit of a community service, you know, if we use science.
1: All right, John, let's get to the mapping part of it. He said you guys went out when the surf was was kind of was kind of big, and I saw that too, <laughs> your guys' faces and your reaction to going out that day. Um, physically, what did you have to do? How big was the section that you guys were concentrating and working on? Uh, and then what did you have to do? let's let's begin with the, the area first.
0: Yeah, we wanted to get the area right where the waves break, basically, you know, that that prime location of the reef where, Pipe is barreling, you know, not, not too much of the outer reef, like second or third reef pipe, but really where you get those beautiful inside barrels where the iconic photographs are produced and, and uh, you see people getting spit out of those amazing waves. And so as Cliff was mentioning, there was this kind of gray area we needed to be in where there was enough swell to push the sand off the reef, but obviously we couldn't go out if it's, you know, max swell pipeline. So we, we went on the swell that we did. It was a little bit bigger than we were hoping, but you know, we felt comfortable and you know, we both surf and, and Cliff obviously being a professional surfer, you know, we, we knew where we had to be and, and what we had to do to stay safe. So we went out there with our big camera to map. It's a little bit cumbersome. That's part of the difficult process is you're sort of swimming and trying to stay in position and collect overlapping photographs of the reef. So we swam out there and then we would time it in between the sets and try swim these little grid patterns to capture as much of that actual reef area where the wave breaks as possible. And then the last one we got, we sort of just went in all the way to the beach from that location to get a nice large area map. And you know, as you can see in the video, we were pretty thrilled at the end because it worked well where the sand had been pushed away and we got a really nice view of all that reef structure. It was pretty beautiful. How many photographs do you think you took and how, how many days were you guys out? Was, you, was it one single day or several days? We've, we've done several days. Uh, you know, when we do the mapping in that context I was describing on one swim, we're collecting several hundred images that we stitch together. And we will keep going back too because to get the whole reef area, which is best for us scientifically to look at how it changes over time, we'll have to do more of these trips. But... That was the first one as sort of a proof of concept, make sure that we can safely do it and that we can see the reef. And now that we know what's possible, we're just going to keep going and build the pieces of the puzzle together until we have the whole reef reconstructed. When you, uh, you've
1: done some of the 3D mapping now, because you're going to send me some of the imagery from that, right? Yeah. How big of a section have you guys been able to map?
0: You know, I'd say it's probably about five meters by 20 meters, that one video we have. Um, It's one sort of snippet of a location that looked really nice. We we got about three, four times that area that day, so we were able to capture quite a bit of the reef area, but we want to be really ambitious and actually get not just that small area where the waves break on the inside, but really the whole reef, all the way around the back door, and get a, a full picture of it because you know, that's how our research works. We know these reefs are changing, you know, they change for good and for bad. And with ocean acidification, we wanna make sure that this reef isn't sort of changing in a negative manner. And that which, you know, may cause the, the wave to change a little bit. So ultimately doing this, which no one has done on these reef breaks where, where these famous waves are, we can kind of see not just how the reef makes the wave tick, but how is the reef responding to climate change?
1: I would imagine that after you finish pipeline, I mean the the world is is your oyster. There's surf breaks that are popular all over the world. Are you guys thinking ahead like that at all?
0: Yeah, as as people who who surf and do science, this has been dream ideas for a long time and there's quite a few spots that, you know, we've been to that are also other famous surf waves, you know, other waves that are on like the World Tour for instance, you know, there's several that are at these reef spots and we would love to do it keep mapping them because I think not only is it really powerful for reef conservation and for linking reefs to these waves, but it also raises so much awareness by touching into different industries and showing people that you know all these systems, they're, they're equally valuable when they're reef ecosystems under the water and, and we all benefit from that and so the more we can understand them and protect them, the better we have a chance to preserve them for future generations. asked cliff the reaction from the surfing community have you had any reaction from the scientific community yeah i mean some of the knee-jerk reaction is that they think we're just crazy for doing something like that because it's very outside the element of looking for you know the calmest water where there's the least amount of waves possible but you know for us where we care about more than just you know a single focal point of doing the science we think about how the reefs not just affect waves, but how they affect people. And we wanna look at it from that holistic viewpoint of seeing all angles of it. And so this was a natural extension for us. I think we were always gonna try and go beyond just doing reef areas that fit well for science, but think about reef areas that really affect people and how can we ensure that we protect those. When we look at the 3D um, imagery that,
1: that you send me, is there anything that you want viewers to pay particular attention to?
0: Yeah, realize that as we swim through it, that's about the relative size that you would experience, right? So that's, that's a, a, we tried to give that fly-through video to give you a really solid feel of what it would be like swimming through the reef. And you realize why it is such a, a special place, but also a dangerous place. You know, that's why surfers have so much respect for it, because that is, like I said, Oahu is several million years old, right? So that's an ancient carbonate reef that's being carved out by these swells. So it's it's really an incredible natural feature. And all those jagged ledges and overhangs, you know, that, that's amazing structure to be produced and uh, also to be respectful of if you're out there that you have a bottom contour like that, that produces amazing waves, but also can be dangerous. Last question, when are you guys gonna go back, back out and continue the project? we are hoping to go as much as we can when the conditions are sort of in that perfect zone where the sand is off the reef and we're able to get in there safely and and keep getting larger areas so we're just going to keep at it and one fun thing about science is you know you you never get to the perfect point you always want to keep improving and doing it better and so we want to get it dialed in and then be able to go back at least hopefully annually so that we can really have a nice you know, accurate view of how it's shifting each year and how it's responding to, you know, we have sea level rise, climate change, all these different factors, we just wanna make sure that we can keep our reefs protected.
1: Capono and Burns hope to eventually take their 3D mapping to other popular surf spots, so stay tuned. And check back for more Tell Me a Story stories. For show producer Davis Pittner, I'm Jim Mendoza. We'll see you next time.